It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership believes in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations they power are a force for positive change. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, co-founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you your 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Good morning. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. And today I'm super excited because my friend and colleague Gretchen Pisano is with me. And we are talking about coaching and mentoring inside of organizations. So welcome. Thank you. So As good always, good to be here. Super. So we're in Vegas. We are um, speaking at the EDGE conference. And uh, we're talking to, we're doing a leadership academy today and then tomorrow we're talking about the subject of coaching and mentoring in organizations. So why is this topic hot right now? Like what, who's talking about it and what's going on? Well, I think that there is a major movement up front as uh, companies begin to move towards creating cultures of coaching. So culture has long time been a concept and I think people have talked about it in the, in the realm of kind of good culture, bad culture, fun cultures, not fun cultures, but now they're really beginning to put some definition around it. So the term is the uh, culture of coaching, and it refers to a culture that allows for continuous feedback, um, bilateral um, development, uh, advocacy and boosting each other rather than sort of a more static mentoring and really a group of people who have taken advantage of what it means to uh, understand coaching skills and the coaching discipline to be focused on future opportunities. So what's the difference between coaching and mentoring? They're actually really totally different. I think mentoring is what I would think of as a more stable construct. It's it's a concept that's been around for a long time and has traditionally meant an older, more senior person who's further down the path giving advice to a more junior person. And then what about coaching? How would you define that? I think coaching is quite different in the sense that coaching is not about telling somebody about your subject matter experience but really about helping them think about their own subject matter experience. And coaching is is really about helping people reach out. And I think in general, people tend to play it a little safe. They In the coaching world, we often talk about playing not to lose rather than playing to win. And coaching is really helping people both reach out and reach forward. So be willing to push yourself outside your comfort zone. Be willing to reach for that new opportunity. Be willing to reach out and make that new connection or relationship that you wouldn't have otherwise. So versus being in a situation where you're just seeking the answer from a more senior, experienced person in mentoring. And I think sometimes even in mentoring now, a mentor will say, I'm happy to be your mentor. Tell me how that would be used for what would you would like and for a more junior person they're not even sure what they don't know so um i really like to think about the difference between this kind of idea of a noun versus a verb so Mm -hmm. you have a mentor 
you know, is kind of the, uh, more in that noun kind of persona versus what is the actual verb of advocacy or boosting where somebody is actively promoting you, actively helping to create those opportunities for you to grow and develop. Is it different based on the, like the age level or generational level? Like, is this something that Xers want or is this more something that like Gen Z or Gen Y is looking for? In terms of the coaching versus the mentoring? Are they looking for it? I don't know that, I think in general across the generations, most desires are the same. Um, the, I think that in a, in a millennial generation and the X, I think they're much more open to a bi-directional mentoring, right? This idea of like, there's things that you have because of your age and your experience. And there's things that I have because of my youth and enthusiasm. And how can we work that together? Um, but I would say that the younger professionals are much more open to coaching. They do not see that as remedial. They do not see that as self-help or therapeutic. They actually understand coaching in its full capacity to um, push and promote the potential of a, of a human being. That's great. What do you, is there a benefit to businesses or what is the benefit to businesses for having coaching? Well, I think the research is pretty straightforward at this point. I think one of the things that's that's significant about this is that international companies are moving quite aggressively into this area. Um, by some studies, close to 70% of international companies are moving in this direction of creating a culture of coaching, which would include a much higher level of personal accountability, both for your own development as well as how you're showing up as a colleague. Uh, In addition to that, the statistics are pretty clear when millennials are asked what they want or what they need more of. It really has to do with coaching skills, being able to um, have direct conversations, being able to have tough conversations, being able to understand how to engage and motivate their people. Uh, And I think um, the research is pretty clear that people who are actively engaged in either an organization that has a culture of coaching or they're engaged in coaching, you see an uptick in engagement, collegiality, uh, cooperation, productivity, creativity. So it really kind of helps fire um, up the Bunsen burner across all of those different things. So it sounds like there's a huge return on investment. I mean, and we see that in our work that mm-hmm. we do in coaching. So how does like with the culture of coaching like is it all internal do you have external is it a blend like how does that work well you can choose to take it on there's probably um i like to think of it as three different levels so when you're first beginning you'd absolutely want to start with some external coach support you're going to want subject matter expertise and there you're going to want somebody to help establish a baseline then you're going to want to have um, what we would kind of think of as a train the trainer or coach the coach where you're slowly developing internal capacity for people to be able to coach within the organization. Uh, But coaching is an iterative process. So you don't just go do two days of training and say, oh, I'm a coach. You know, there's an iterative process. Some supervised coaching from your external resources is very helpful to build that bench. So that can take place over time. I think within a year or two of doing that, you'd have a pretty strong internal bench. 
And then the third um, strategy would be to have kind of core coaching skills that your entire professional group would go through. That would be amazing mm-hmm. to think about, like, no matter where you are in the organization, to be able to ask powerful questions or to be able to hold space without judgment for people, I think would be pretty magic. Yeah, and I think that I don't think anybody can go through a coaching program and not get clearer on their own stuff. And I think that, I would agree with you that. know, like in peeling, we talk all the time about begin within, continue between. And so you really can only lead as effectively or manage as effectively, engage other people as you are clear about your own stuff. Where are your fears and doubts? Where are your blind spots? Where are your limiting beliefs? You, you need to know that stuff. Yeah. I mean, certainly, yeah. You know, we've been, I, don't, I know you have been in coaching for 15 years now. Something like that. Me, 12. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely, I know in my own growth, I've learned so much more. Like every year, every client, every interaction, everything, I, every article I read, it's like there's some new opening, some learning, something that it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know that before. So this great, this exponential continued consciousness that elaborates and and grows over time um i think is a huge piece of growing as a coach so i'm with you like the two day like oh you're trained here's your sticker you're right. a coach probably not it, i mean there is always like in the research where they talk about the difference between a generalized effect and a specific effect so i think when you go through a coaching experience you have that generalized effect of like, wow, like I've just never thought to look at the world this way. And then over time, as you begin to take that learning and actually apply it in your life and you get different results, then you get that specific effect where you go, oh, hey, I just tried something different and look at what happened and I'm going to repeat that. And then you, another opportunity comes along and you do it that way and you do it enough times over and it becomes a new habit. And to the point now, when I look back at who I was 15 years ago, it's literally like an entirely different version of myself. Yeah. Like, I think one of my biggest examples of that is, is this whole idea of negative and positive emotion. Like, I think 15 years ago when I got mad, like, I was a pro. I could stay mad for like seven days. (laughs) Like, I can really (laughs) extrapolate that and, you know, really get it. And now I notice like... Within a minute, I'm noticing, wow, look at what I'm feeling. I'm noticing that I'm feeling anger. And more importantly, I'm noticing it's making me feel tired and drained. Right. Well, as one of your partners, I'm super glad you were through that. Because, you know, I'm sure there's lots of opportunities to get mad. It is the truth. You look back and you think, wow. Like, how much time did I lose on that? A totally different universe. I was, like, just walking on a totally different plane of existence. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that. So if we were going to give, like, one tip to an organization who's like, oh, my gosh, like, where do I even start? Like, like, what's something I could do? Because I don't even know about this. What might that be? Well, I think that these are, uh, and it's actually a pretty significant change that we're talking about. So I think the first thing that I would recommend to any group is to get your leadership together and talk about what they think a culture of coaching means and how they would define that as it compares to kind of the current literature or characteristics around that uh, and what they would want um, to create more of. Because... 
you cannot, this isn't like something you can just do with a handful of people. Mm-hmm. Like the, a culture of coaching means it really washes through the entire organization. There is a standard of like 100% personal accountability. Mm-hmm. You're going to know your stuff. You're going to own your stuff. You're going to clear out your stuff. You're going to take ownership for the things going forward, including your own development. Uh, and that is a company-wide thing. You, in order to turn that aircraft carrier, everybody's got to be pointed in the same direction. Yeah. And that has to start with a clear vision from the top. So I think that I would say find somebody that you would want to help you think through that. You know, a, a coach that you've worked with or somebody that you know has a good reputation. Have them sit down with you, help you craft the vision. And then start on thinking about how you kind of build the concentration of people in the organization that not only have the vision, but have the bench strength, really beginning to understand the core skills. Awesome. Well, thank you. Super fun to have you on the show, and I love having you on my same coast. Yeah, (laughs) so fun. We do the AICPA Engage this week and and spread the love. Oh, yeah. We're at the MGM Grand, like, with 3,000 people, so it's going to be really fun. Thanks for listening. This is The Bright Side, sponsored by P-Link Leadership. This is Alexis Robin. We'll see you next week, same time, same place.